Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in today. Uh, I'm Jessica Sells, Public Engagement Officer for the CSCRM. Uh, for this podcast episode, I'm joined remotely by postdoc Victor Negri. Um, he is going to be talking with me about his experience during lockdown. As we've mentioned before, the CSCRM is doing a lockdown stories series as everybody's lockdown experience has been incredibly unique. And Victor's experience is unique in the fact that he actually takes immunosuppressants on a daily basis. And this impacted how he faced the procedures of lockdown. So thank you so much for joining us and telling your story today, Victor. Hi Jess, thanks so much for receiving me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, so initial lockdown, um, how is it for you, the lead up to lockdown, um, finding out about the virus and all the kind of information that was coming in from the government, from news? How did that make you feel in your position? To be honest, it was very, very scary because I knew uh, I was following what was happening in China in the news mm -hmm. and I never thought this could happen in the UK and uh, because I'm um, immunodepressant I was very scared that this could come and suddenly we could see some news in the UK and I started to get a bit concerned even more working in the hospital so I was very aware of the news and trying to understand what was happening but everything to be honest for me was quite fast and we had like some some people saying in the hospital that someone in the hospital got a coronavirus and I just freak out because Oh, so hearing through like the grapevine that somebody has it in the hospital. Yeah. So this was the point that I remember myself just freaking out. I remember I just got my computer and I went back home straight away because I was like I don't I don't need to have these I, I should have no doubts. I went home and it was true actually someone in the hospital had but it was in a different floor nothing connected to it for you and your um position was it what did what was it like because i guess you didn't really know what impact that that would have if you were to come into contact with the virus what different response your body would have yes because at the time uh of course i knew which medication I was taking and i was looking on internet, uh, any recommendations, what we should do in case of a viral infection. And I could not find anything clear about this medication. And the only thing that I, I knew and we could see in the, the information about the virus is that uh, people taking immunodepressants would be the risk group. And uh, I just got very paranoid that I could get this and get sick. Not only in the, my work, but mainly I think in the commuting to the lab as I take yeah. 40 minutes in the tube, but I was like, oh, someone was coughing or not. So at the beginning was, I think I was very confused, not only about the news, but also what you should do because the government at the beginning was not uh, doing the lockdown. And yeah, I was, was very confused, I think. Uh, when I remember me at this point, I was like, oh, I have to work. If I tell people that I don't want to work because I'm concerned, maybe people will think I, I don't want to work. Yeah. And because we work in the lab and I was doing a lot of experiments. 
but it was really good because I have support from the center and people really recommended me to stay at home if I needed. So I decided to, yeah, actually at this point, uh, I was very lucky actually because I had a appointment with my rheumatologist um, like two weeks after the beginning of the disease. And this was crucial because I was able to talk with, with him about the risk and everything. So you felt like you, although it was confusing to have all this information and you couldn't find any any research online, you felt like you got support from your from your doctors and also from your from the centre as well that you could do what made you feel comfortable. Yes. So yeah, no, it was pretty good. And then when I went to my rheumatologist, um, they said that I, of course I should be extra careful uh, because they don't know yet how much my immunodepressant would affect if in case I get the virus. But was good because when you're a scientist, you can talk with the doctor about the, what the medication do and everything. Yeah. And actually they they explained to me that uh, I take a biological uh, injection that affects just one uh, immune response, mainly the fungal response. So according to my doctor, he said that Shouldn't I shouldn't have a different uh, response to coronavirus than a health person? But of course, if I get it, to be extra careful, tell the hospital that I'm immunodepressant and that I should stop the medication immediately. Immediately, which was like, okay, I don't get I, if I get coronavirus, I'll be fine, probably because I'm healthy. My only problem is this. But on the other hand. I didn't want to stop the medication. Yeah. And because this this helps me a lot. So just to because we are talking about medication and why I take this, I have this autoimmune disease that uh is psoriatic arthritis and affects a lot of my joints, mainly in my back and in my legs. So if I don't have this medication or I could even not be able to walk or is a lot of pain and of course i was just like i don't want to stop this medication yeah at all so so yeah that must have been quite scary to think if you're if you're not taking one thing to prevent another then you could have opposite effects it's um yeah it must have been quite scary but i'm glad that you felt supported in that situation and um have you found it difficult to follow the lockdown guidance advice uh, not really, actually. For me, it was okay. Uh, to be honest, I think I was like <laughs> the cop in the street, <laughs> seeing people in the street. Because I, I live next to Hyde Park, and sometimes I go for a walk. Oh, that's nice. And the other day, I was, in, I was in the park, just having a quick walk, and I saw people with guitar and doing picnic. I was like not freaking yet. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, guys! <laughs> no, they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I think there's, so... there's, there's quite a lot of people that are breaking lockdown rules, which isn't fair for, for other people. Um, I think we'll see how the effect, because now we've had the alerts from Boris on things kind of changing a bit. I guess we'll, we might see more more of that happening yeah um so do you think you're a you're maintaining a good work-life balance because obviously when you're stuck indoors for quite a lot of the day um and we we say to ourselves oh I'm gonna use this time to focus on work are you focusing too much on work uh I think uh the lockdown was really good 
uh, about work, my current work, because I could focus a lot in some collaborations and writing up some stuff that uh, is really hard when you're in the lab because I have so many experiments to do. So this part was good. Uh, the work balance was okay. Of course, some weeks uh, was very productive and some weeks not. So it depends, like it's not like you're in the lab, you have like people working around you and this kind of motivates you to work. But I uh, really miss the social life. I think it's really important in my life, the, the social part, uh, you know, have a lunch with everybody in the center or even have some drinks with everybody from the center. Even the lab meeting, like yeah. before or after uh, chatting. Yeah. And even when my housemates were not here, I was like, oh my God, I don't speak with anyone for five days. So yeah, I think uh, I missed this other day. <laughs> <laughs> we We managed to do a barbecue in our roof. Oh, that's nice. And our neighbor was like three meters from us, and he said he, he passed by and started to talk with us. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good to talk, <laughs> it's so good to talk with someone else apart from <laughs> my housemate in person. So. Because this, this, the center is a pretty social group of people, all the different people from the different work, work groups, PhD students, postdocs. Everybody kind of hangs out a lot together, so there is a there is a solid social aspect at work, um, which I think a lot of people are missing. Yeah, no, definitely, uh, and uh, I miss a lot. And because I'm finishing this postdoc now, is even I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna have a living party. I want to have a lot of fights with these guys and everything. We'll set. We'll definitely set up another one. Yeah, I miss a lot. <laughs> as soon as lockdown's over. Yeah. <laughs> In, in this aspect, the center people are very special for me because I came from another country directly to work in the center. So basically, all my friends in London I made in in the center. So yeah, it's not only my work; it's also my, oh, my social nice. life there. So has it um, has it affected your yeah. relationships much? Because I know that. Quite a lot of people have said, although they don't see their family because of lockdown, they're on the phone to them more, they're speaking to them more, they look on FaceTime to them more. Um, have Have you found that um, in your situation? Yes, uh, I forgive you more because my family is in Brazil and he started before in Brazil. So if it was confusing for us, for them, was was even worse, I think. So my mom was calling me every day, my brother, my father. So definitely, I think I talk almost every day with my family in Brazil, and it's it's really good. I think this way, yeah, you feel more closer. Well, now I think it's it's times of stress ago, and sure. sadness, isn't it? It brings people close together. Um, and so if you're speaking to them every day now, how often were you speaking to them before? With my mom, two times a week. So definitely a lot more. Yeah, no, definitely. This changed a lot. If I don't call her, <laughs> yesterday I went for a run, and we have a lot of. Uh, Pollen? How do you say? The flower... Oh, pollen, yes. Yeah, we have a lot of pollen in the street and my nose was really, like, irritated. And I called my mom, like, oh, are you sick? <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just you have... <laughs> it's just hay fever. It's just hay fever. I had to promise my mom that she would stay calm if I get coronavirus because... <laughs> I think she called me <laughs> to check on me because the news in the UK, at least in Brazil, seems pretty bad here. But it's good. I think uh, as a scientist, also you have. It's funny because a lot of people, not only from Brazil but even from here, 
message me asking stuff about the virus, about the vaccine, what is fake news or not. So it's interesting. Like some people that I don't type, I don't, I was not talking for a while, message me, say, oh, Victor, what do you think about it? What you should do? How I should clean? I was like, ah, oh, that's good. I can help in some way. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice that you're able to put to put your uh, aseptic tissue culture skills <laughs> to use. Definitely. <laughs> <In that. laughs> but to be honest, I'm being more like fighting with fake news than anything else. Uh, people send me and just send yeah. back saying, "This is fake news." But I think that's because that's, <laughs> that's a good response. That's a good responsibility to have as scientists to promote the real science that is actually happening. Because, uh, like you say, there's a lot of fake news that's going out on social media that people are liking and sharing um yeah. but yeah that's good that you're you're sharing with your communities the truth or yeah. the, the scientific evidence yeah but to be honest as a scientist change a little bit the topic but uh it's related i think it was a great time for us uh because people are talking about more science people are recognizing how important is research mm -hmm. and i think uh, you see like for example boris the speech last night so he was talking a lot about science which is yeah it's good it's important people need to recognize that science is important that's a really good point yeah like in the uk i think scientists in general they are very they are recognized by the population but for example in my country in brazil like nobody not even i'm i'm wrong to say nobody but like for example the government doesn't put so much money in, in science but now they're discussing more about it so I think not only in the UK, but in the whole world, people are seeing the importance of science and basic research. Yes. I think this is. Yeah. So do you think that in terms of thoughts for the future and the, the impact that the pandemic is going to have on the world, essentially, um, what do you think things are going to be taken forward? I know you mentioned just now that um, you think that people are going to take scientists and research more seriously and realise the importance of it. Um, but do you think that there's anything that will be taken forward in society? I think uh, people recognising scientists, they're seeing this as a more serious profession, mm -hmm. even like PhD students, uh, students that are working a lot on it and trying to find vaccines or cure or try to understand virus. But I think, if, in my opinion, uh, a lot of people will ask you what to do. Uh, and if you answer a basic research, people don't take this too serious. Mm -hmm. But for example, maybe six months ago, a lot of people were studying other types of coronavirus and now they can contribute a lot. Yes. So people understand more how important it is basic research. And I think this will be good for the future, not only, only for the virology, uh, field, but for the other fields, mm -hmm. and also not only about uh, this uh, basic research, but also how important is the government to invest in research? Yes, because some people just think uh, research is related to pharmaceuticals, but it's not. Yeah, like if you look now, like the biggest groups, or even when you're looking for the current research in. If I've seen this or understand the virus, they're all the majority from the universities that are, some of them are from the government. So mm -hmm. I think it, it's good. People, you understand that their tax are really well spended in time. Being put good to, to good use. Yeah. And so Definitely. that's, I think that's a really good, good point that it will make people at home, you know, realize that 
that's what they're spending their money on and that the government should be allocating it into these things yeah. that will help prevent and any health issues and crisis like this and um, and just to kind of wrap up our chat um i'm going to ask you to rate your lockdown experience um from one to ten and why oh that's a hard question <laughs> huh? um, i think it, it was eight okay I that's good was, i was very scared to be honest to stop the medication or to get the virus and i managed to be healthy mm -hmm. so i can't complain mm -hmm. uh i agree with the lockdown and support the lockdown. I think uh, I'm really pro NHS and public health systems. And I think this moment showed us how important this is. Yes. So I think there is no doubt how important NHS or other health uh, systems are important uh, publicly for free. And I could work, I could dedicate myself to my work, even though I'm not going to the lab, which affects a lot my postdoc, but I think this is just something so small Yeah. for what we are facing right now. So yeah, it's not only 10 because <laughs> I, I need to do some experiments and this would help me more. And because I don't have my friends around me all the time. But apart from that, uh, I think everything went really well. And do you have any messages that you'd like to share with people? who are listening stay home <laughs> stay home stay safe yeah Save your nature. <laughs> no. uh no i think uh, it's a bit let's see maybe this would be a very tough message but something that i felt when i was uh concerned about to getting the disease i noticed that a lot of health people around me were very Ah, this is nothing. You should not be concerned with that. But like sometimes we need to. It's not only about you. This lockdown, the coronavirus, or anything. Yeah. Like if you have someone in a different situation than you, you need to be really aware and understand them. Yeah. Uh, this did happen in the in the center, of course. It happened in other places, and I was just like, guys, I have my right to be yeah. <laughs> concerned. This affects me a lot. But I think my message is like, you should take care of ourselves and stay alert, not only for us, but for other people. Exactly. Because I think the huge message of this coronavirus is we need to take care of each other, not about only about ourselves. Yes, I like that message. And, and I think that is that is happening in general. I see a lot of people being volunteering and doing things for people that necessarily can't, um, which has been really nice to see. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for joining me and talking about your experience and sharing your story. Um, we hope you enjoy the rest of lockdown and hopefully it will be lifted um, safely soon. Yeah, and we see each other in the pub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> in the seminars. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.